0: Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan.
1: Greetings, welcome on board Double KOK's live telephone talk show. On the mark, I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Joe is direct me. I don't like that. Me. Don't call me that. I'm going to slap you. Yeah. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> okay. Keep my name out of your blanking mouth. Yes, we're going to talk about global <laughs> violence today and the war of
2: words. Yeah, that's right. Let's forget, forget all the major stuff, <laughs> the war in the Ukraine. We're going to talk about Will Smith's yeah, no bad worries. behavior.
3: Take but his don't Oscar. what I understand is he laughed. When, it, when the joke went out, then and then all of a sudden he steps up and start, and goes up the stage. That's why I thought the whole thing was staged.
1: Well, yeah, and I think uh, it's one of those things where if, if he hadn't acted then, he's going to be saying, oh, I should have for the rest of his life. He I says, mean,
3: I'll say this. Those two, if this was staged, those two should get an Oscar for that <laughs> per- performance on the Oscars.
1: Well, and if you listen, the CBS Audio has... Um, uh, Will Smith, or, or check that, Chris Rocks, wow. Right. Immediately after it, he's still yeah. on Mike, He still
2: has his composure. And he just slapped the blank out of me. Yes, he used the S word. Will Smith
3: just slapped the blank out of me. How can so.
2: they say that on national TV and we can't say it here? Well, they
3: didn't. <laughs> they oh, be- it, the, yeah, I mean, It was beeped at home and, and also. How and did the, they beep
2: it? They're on a delay?
3: Yes. yes. Oh, okay.
1: Because and, of those guys.
3: And the other thing that they did, too, was the whole Will Smith yelling from the audience, that was cut from the U.S. feed.
2: Uh, uh, no one saw that. that. If, they
3: saw it on the international feed. Fee, but not in the
2: U.S. Yeah, feed. I was gonna say I saw that it was it. ran internationally. I think Australia or somewhere like that. They let it run.
3: I, I like I said, he was. You know, when the joke came out, they showed a picture of him and he was laughing. Now Jada wasn't laughing nearly as much, but it was just strange. Hold on. Oh, it was the slap heard and seen around the world. <laughs> oh wow. Wow. Will Smith, upset with a joke by comedian Chris Rock, came on stage in the middle of the Oscar presentation and struck Rock in the face. Will Smith just smacked the shit out of me. <laughs> the show did go on, although there were initial awkward moments, and later, Smith won the Oscar for Best Actor. I want to apologize to the Academy. I want to apologize
4: to my, all my fellow nominees.
3: LA police say they are aware of what happened, but Chris Rock has declined to file charges. Steve Futterman CBS News at the Academy Awards in Hollywood
2: would have been nice if he'd apologized to Chris Rock too (laughs) (laughs) that's right that's
3: why I still think that's why I still think that there was that that they might have colluded on this one but I don't know nobody's talking about that
2: I I don't think they did. I think this was, for some reason, uh, I guess his wife has a condition called alopecia or something. Alopecia. Alopecia, Alopecia, yes. Where she loses her hair. Okay, so that might have been a little bit of off bounds. You know, uh, a woman's personal medical condition is probably not something we should be joking about. But in the great tradition of Don Rickles, I mean, can you imagine? I mean, he would have probably been beaten to death and stoned by some of the people if everybody reacted the way Smith did.
3: Well, well, Chris Rock has not been known to hold back yeah, on things this is either. Normal. I mean, this is you know, normal. He, he, he's, you know he, he does, he's a comedian. He, not, again, I agree with you. It
2: goes with what I've said in this program before. You know, we're now at the point where we're not allowed to laugh. We might offend somebody if we tell a joke. You know, I can hardly wait to see what humor is going to be like in another few years. Why did the chicken cross the road? To get to the other side. Let's all laugh at that. Oh, wait, that's offensive to chickens. Makes them seem like they have no sense of direction. I don't know. I want to get
3: Movie Mike's take on this one. I personally, I I still think that. I still think there was a lot of this was staged. Okay, well. It just... Uh, like I said, they it show a be. shot of him what laughing, the, and then he the? doesn't laugh, it, and then he comes up and slaps him.
2: It's what, like, wait a Kevin, minute. Kevin, what would have been the point of staging it? Because right now, the Academy is talking about taking away his Will Smith's Academy Award because they have a code of ethics. And how can the security allow somebody, anybody, to walk up on stage?
1: That's why it was staged. That's
3: See, why security this is the it. other thing. Now, maybe the Academy isn't aware of this. Maybe it's, my guess is, it's something that Will Smith and Chris Rock set up themselves.
2: Why? Right. What, what What? would possibly be so the reason? So that we talk about but, a reason. Otherwise, the Oscars would be forgotten. There you Who go. Well, we'd still be Coda? talking about Will Smith, and they always talk about with the job the comedian in charge does Well, at the which Oscars. wasn't Chris Rock. No. He was just a presenter.
3: <laughs> Amy Schumer, though, comes in a few minutes later. She goes, did I miss something? Yeah. <laughs> the, 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 the whole, the whole ambiance of the room has changed, or something like that, she said.
1: Well, yeah, well, she probably a, couldn't insult people as freely as she might have wanted to. You know,
3: in
2: the Academy Awards, I'm sorry, they seem to be now, like, they have to be woke. We have to do, we have certain boxes we have to check to give out the awards, and regardless of whether or not the people actually deserve them. I can think of a couple of performances I've seen this year, and that now they get got, what, ten movies that are nominated for Best Picture of Yeah, the but year.
1: it's a poll. It's not like a scientific empirical study on what should, Win or what Joe likes. We're going to have to put this in the what they should have done Son, right category. All right. We actually got a caller on the Oscars. Uh, Dennis, you're on the mark. Thanks for calling in.
5: Hello. Is it odd that he was tearful, Will Smith, afterwards? I mean, maybe he was acting. They're pretty good actors. <laughs> but why would he be oh. tearful and apologetic if it wasn't real? Hey, you know Dennis, what I Dennis, mean?
2: Dennis, he did get and, the Academy Award as Best Actor.
5: Yeah, well, <laughs> usually doesn't make you too tearful, but I, I would think personally that if it was staged and then it it was a poor choice of staging because right now we're in a war with Ukraine, the Mideast East is in war. We're we're you know screaming about B O M and the cities burning down our cities. It would be like a poor choice to revert to violence. I don't you think know we're what I mean? mean? Really.
2: That's an excellent point. That is an excellent
1: point. Well, we should stay focused on the violence in the world. (laughs) No, but what what, what Dennis just (laughs) said, did
2: you hear what he said? Yeah. He said the yeah. violence for doing violence in the Oscars is not necessarily a good thing given all the violence going on around the world. Well that's how what I what would
5: be the point?
1: That's how I led one of my newscasts today. I said I gave a Ukraine update and then I said in other violence the Oscars <laughs> were last night.
5: Yeah. And and one other note, I think that the best moment ever at the Oscars and I remember it well in 1973 when the stage hand took off his clothes and streaked behind David Niven across the stage. <laughs> oh and it, was, it wasn't cut, the air time because we all saw it. I mean, it was so quick, but and the best remark was David Niven when he says, you know, that man will ever be remembered for showing off his shortcomings. And,
1: <laughs> and what was that, in
2: 75 or something?
5: 73. Oh, wow. When I looked it up, it was 73. But, yeah, that was a great moment. So. You got a, All right, guys.
2: You got a heck of a memory 50 years ago. Buck.
1: Thank you, Dennis. Thank you. Thank you. All eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five 795 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. We would just love to hear from you today. We're talking about the Oscars, doing a little recap. Uh, this morning. Maybe there's a winner or a loser you wish to talk about. Joe seems to think that they've gone woke and, and awarded. Uh, a- Awards if they were deaf or uh, the first-time woman in a category, I say that they, they were the most talented people. He says no, they were just no. Uh, I didn't say that. I just categories. said
2: it does seem to me that they they are more focused these past few years okay. on um, on you know well, being that woke be. than on being. I mean, I've seen some performances, and again, it's all you're right. You you absolutely hit the nail in the head. It's subjective. I mean, I see a performance I like. I saw one of the greatest performances I think I've seen in in a long, long time, Mark Rylance in The, the Outfit. Now, I don't know whether uh, they got well, out not, in time to be nominated yeah, this year that's or not. this year. But, you know, th- there are performances like that that are just outstanding, and they need to be rewarded. Why is it ten movies can be nominated, but only five actors?
1: 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. We'd love to hear from you on this uh, topic. The wokenization of the Oscars is uh, Joe's complaint today. On the mark, sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, Probably check them out at sunbearmotors.com. Uh, you can do as I've done; go there on many occasions uh, just to chit chat with some of the folks in the front office and make sure vehicles are still coming in. They do have about a half a dozen of each type of vehicle on the vehicle or on the lot, each one of each species. But uh, you can order up. If
2: species? You... These are living
1: beings, are they? <laughs> <laughs> yes. And, but the specific model that you might be interested, you might have to wait for that uh, two weeks. Is the shortest time for a wait and uh, oh, probably a couple months would be the longest time. It just depends on which vehicle. But they got the allocations in Detroit, so that what does that mean? If there is a wait time, it's significantly shorter than elsewhere. So make sure you go to the Sunbury Motor Company. Uh, they're cranking out the Kia Tellurides as fast as possible. They basically have a line waiting outside the trailer when they unload them. But uh, it's just a great way for you to get a great vehicle. The Sunbury Motor Company, do as I've done on many occasions, shop at sunburymotors.com. Driving around in a ruby red 2021 right now, but we would just love to see you in the vehicle of your selection. One 9565 is our telephone number. We got one caller, and then we'll take a quickie break.
3: Well, I, 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 oh, before you on. take no, before you take the break and the caller, the first thing that popped into my head when I saw this the uh, the this, this slap was uh, re- Joe. Remember the show How I Met Your Mother? No, I never watched you it. You really, really? Oh, it was one of my favorite <laughs> shows. They, they have an episode called Slaps Giving, and it was a slap bet. And Jason Siegel, who's a very funny and a, and a very uh, comedic songwriter, composed a song about it in the show, and it, that's the first thing that popped into my head.
0: What is this feeling that's put you in your place? A hot red burning all on the side of your face, you feel the blood rush to your cheek, tears
6: start to fill your eyes, and your lips are trembling, but you can't speak, you're trying, oh you're trying not to cry, you just got some
3: Okay, I love that And the that point show. of that would be—it's you yeah. well, tribute so. Oh yeah, it's it, 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 that's Come a great on. series, by the way. And, and they did a—they've sp- done a remake of it now called "How I Met Your Father." But it's a very, very funny show. You should watch that one, Joe.
1: Okay, if you say so. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. Our telephone number. Stan has been patiently waiting through this such uh, oscorial frivolity. Good morning, sir. What's good morning. On? On? You
7: you mean the Oscars were actually on last night? Darn, I missed it. I was watching something far better.
1: What the was? Walking
7: Dead, Far Better.
1: Oh, are they back on? Okay. I thought they stopped They've making it.
2: If I we were going to be mean, I would say what is that the story of President Biden's trip to the Ukraine?
7: Well, he 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 could play one of the zombies. He'd be probably a pretty good one at on that. But uh yeah. <laughs> You know the Oscars is my t- my opinion is a waste of time. All it is is the industry congratulating themselves because that's the only ones that vote well, on the winners is the people in the industry. Nobody else can vote on it. You mean like the people that would actually pay to go see the stuff that they
1: produce? Well, aren't there other awards in those categories like People's Choice or the Critics? That's what movie Mike McGranahan has part those, of the Critics Choice. Those and... are
7: different. Those are different shows. I like think the Golden Globes and else. those are... The consumer-driven polls. The Oscars is strictly industry.
2: Uh, that's that's well, true. I think they're
1: declining in popularity. You know, I don't think that it has carries the gravitas it once did. Not a lot of people are, and I know the ratings are down. There'll be a story later today. Oscar ratings are down to you know near zero. And they may or not
2: have been. I, th- I thought I saw some early indications. They thought the numbers would be better this year. I think year, it did
1: but... pick up a little bit. I think the pandemic <laughs> and the fact that movies are back out, people wanted to see. People are looking for a little relief.
2: Yeah. Uh,
7: they never, they never nominate good movies, anyway. So, but that's that, neither here nor there. I didn't watch it, so I have no comment on it. So, <laughs> Says you know, the man who just talked about that. it for a
2: minute and a half. So, I what hope comments? Are down. What comments do you have then? <laughs>
7: <laughs> Nothing major. I just, you know, things are things are going crazy in the world, as we all know. You know, Biden's going to get us into World War III. You know, Putin's got to go, and uh, the, our troops are going to be going into our. Into Ukraine, and when they when they get there, they'll see what's actually going on. Blah blah blah. You know, that's all comes out of Biden's mouth. And uh, of course, the people in the White House had to walk all those comments. You miss
2: you missed the other one. You missed the third one, which yeah. is the one I think is most unsettling. These threatened if uh, Putin uses uh, chemical weapons, that we'll use them too. But we've said we don't have any. Well, that was <laughs> last year oh, or last week. Well, that, we that was this week. Well, what, too. That was last week. Yeah.
7: Hey, what, do you, what do you think all those bio labs that we were funding over in uh, Ukraine are developing? You know what Although cracked me up? Say, we say we don't do it. So I don't know. You know, things are just crazy. And I got really hysterical
2: crazy. this morning watching Morning Joe for a few <laughs> minutes. They had to go back. At, they couldn't just say that Biden made a mistake by saying, uh, you know, we uh, this guy for the love of God, this guy can't stay in power. They went back to Ronald Reagan joking <laughs> and his sound check, before the program went on the air about he was going to blow up, they're going to drop the bombs, the bombs on Russia bombs in five minutes. Seconds. They had to go back to that and equate that to what Biden said in a televised national address that he knew was on the media at an unscripted moment where Ronald Reagan was kidding around. I mean, that just shows how how insane the left-wing media but really I think it's is. the
1: same thing. It's an ad-libbed remark that has consequences, and I think, uh, you know, President Biden's remark is definitely going to have consequences. It's certainly going to feed the propagandists of the globe and they're gonna be playing that comment over and over again. They won't even have to use the uh, deep fakes.
2: Well and it plays right into happen. Russia's hands too, don't you think Stan? I think I, I mean, might have just said that. Did you just say that? Oh,
7: no, I, I don't about know the plays into because <laughs> anything Biden makes you know says makes no sense to me. So but he did say something that's going to affect us all. Other than World War three. It's that we're going to help pay to rebuild Ukraine once they kick the Russians out. I'm sorry. It should be Russia paying to rebuild Ukraine because they're the ones that destroyed it, not the rest of the world or especially the U.S. taxpayers. We're sending them enough stuff with the $14 billion or whatever we sent them in arms and whatever else we sent. Well, I think we're paying enough. Well, we don't that- need to rebuild the country. We didn't grow it to pieces,
2: did we? No, we didn't. But, you know, we're giving them the um, material, or some material necessary for them to defend themselves, but in the process of defending themselves, inadvertently, they will blow up some stuff, too. They'll have to.
7: <laughs> well, yeah, I guess so. Uh, they're supposed to be pointing them at the tanks and, and, and the aircraft, the Russian aircraft and tanks, not at their own buildings.
2: Well, if the but Russians are in their own I, I buildings... Know,
7: but irregardless, The taxpayers of the United States of America have spent enough money in Ukraine, haven't we?
2: How about humanitarian aid after the war? You're not in favor of that either, huh? that's
7: different. That's different. Wouldn't you call giving somebody a place to live humanitarian aid everywhere?
2: Don't you think giving somebody a proper place to live is humanitarian after their homes have been destroyed?
7: Okay, we can give them a tent. That's part of humanitarian aid in, in, in the re- refugee centers. We give them tents. Joe, I'm sorry. It's just, I'm, I'm getting fed up. We, we they destroy, we got to rebuild. Didn't we? We destroyed in Iraq. We rebuild Iraq, didn't we? Same thing in Afghanistan. We did a lot of bombing and stuff. We spent a lot of money to rebuild Afghanistan, and then what happened? If you ask me, turns around and gives it all
2: back. If you ask me where I'd rather spend my money, would I rather see the people coming across the border illegally and and the Mexican border illegally get all these benefits, or would I rather see people who are fighting for their freedom and independence get those benefits? I'd rather see the Ukrainians get them. Well, fortunately, the world. I understand that,
7: Joe, and I don't (laughs) necessarily disagree with that. But we need to stop. We need to protect our border (laughs) right now instead of the Ukrainian border. Yes, the Ukrainian border is important to them, it's not so much important to me.
1: All right. Our border is important. Thank you so much, Stan. Okay, Stan. Thank you so much for your view on Have the Oscars one. and Take the care. global view. Always appreciate it. All right.
2: 1-800-795-9565. I like this comment. With all due respect to your producer, How I Met Your Mother is a terrible show <laughs> to each his own. Okay. All right. Well, it's an opinion show
1: down here. Uh, oh, now it's at it's, uh, two places.
2: I think it was real. Uh, I think the slap was real because it didn't involve Trump or conservative bashing.
1: Yeah, there was some uh, conservative bashing last night. It was funny to see it again on TV. <laughs> I thought they were going to kind of ease up on that. All right. Well, to be continued, we'd love your viewpoint. Speedy dialers now, one eight hundred seven 795 We're talking about uh, Hollywood uh, going woke, the slap of Chris Rock by... Mr. Will Smith, and uh, that made global headlines as well. And uh, should we ramp up military aid or not? Uh, you know, what's our global responsibility? How much trouble has President Biden gotten us into by saying that it's time for a new leader in Russia? Inadvertently telling the truth can always get you into deep trouble around here. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five is our telephone number. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. Email us at on the market wkok.com text us at 70236 include the keyword otm
8: there's something to be said about a sale with a handshake a service technician who really knows what he's doing they can explain it in english what the problem is there's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area
3: Just got slapped across the face, my
5: friend. It just got slapped. Yes, that really just happened. Everybody saw it, and
6: everybody laughed and
0: clapped. It was
2: awesome. Did somebody write this song got... about last night, or is this some horrible piece of music you picked up, Kevin? <laughs>
3: That was the rest of the song from How I Met Your Mother oh, and the, okay. the slapsgiving song, it's called. All right. Well, you're
2: bound and determined to get that on the air one way or the other. It's a great show. you got to watch it. <laughs> Ask and We
1: Shall Receive. We have movie Mike on the line to talk about the Oscars last night. Mike, there's some folks that say that that was an attention-getting slapstick maneuver. Well,
2: to- not slapstick. That's comedy. <laughs> right. That was try- hardly a three-stooges three slap.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Mike, what's your view on that real
9: uh, well it was definitely real we know that now we know the police were involved chris rock has declined to press charges but the police did look into the situation it was shocking and it was uncalled for and um i'm not going to defend chris rock's joke i mean obviously uh jada pinkett smith has alopecia a health condition, it's an autoimmune disease. He probably should not have joked about that, but Will Smith's response was really out of proportion. There were a hundred ways he could have handled that situation, and he picked what's probably the worst one.
3: But should- Mike, Mike, wasn't the timing of that strange, because didn't Will Smith laugh? As Didn't they show a picture of him, or a shot of him laughing for a few seconds, and then all of a sudden he comes into the camera uh, walking up on stage?
9: Yeah, I want to know what happened there, because Chris Rock made the joke which I don't even think was a particularly offensive joke. He shouldn't have made it, but I don't think it was necessarily mean-spirited. <laughs> there Will was Smith worse. laughed. You could see Jada Pinkett next to him rolling her eyes, and then the camera cut back to Chris Rock, and all of a sudden Will Smith is running up on stage and smacking him. So I don't know what changed in those three or four seconds, but I would like to know what happened there.
2: Well, maybe his wife said, hey, are you going to take that? <laughs>
9: I mean, maybe. It must have been something that she spurred on because he was initially cracking up at the joke.
3: I give them credit. If this was staged, they've gone to great lengths to make this look real. I mean, with the especially with the LAPD.
9: Well, I don't think that they would stage it because it made Will Smith look bad. And that was supposed to be the defining night of his career. He went in. Everybody knew he was going to win the Best Actor Oscar. It was supposed to be his night, a celebration of his talents. And this has completely overshadowed that, and this will follow him throughout his career. So I don't think it was staged at all. I I think it was a very unfortunate thing that happened. And I suspect that probably Chris Rock's joke was really just the straw that broke the camel's back. When I looked at that footage again of Will Smith, he was angry, but I also saw hurt and suffering in his eyes. And I don't know if it's from all the jokes about his marriage and all the speculation, all the gossip, but I think that Chris Rock's joke really just set off something that was already in there.
2: What's all this gossip and speculation about his marriage, for those of us who don't follow this on a daily basis?
9: (laughs) (laughs) Well, they supposedly have an open marriage where they're allowed to have sex with other people. There was an incident a few years ago where they separated, and Jada Pinkett had what she called an entanglement with another man. And that's something that's been joked about by comedians and gossiped about. So there's a lot of marital stuff there between the two of them that has been public fodder for comedy or gossip. So from now on, he'll be smacking
2: anybody who dares say anything about his marriage?
9: I don't think so. That was very atypical for him. He has a reputation for being a very nice guy. I mean, if Sean Penn had done that, or Russell Crowe, or Alec Baldwin none of us would be terribly surprised because these guys have a history of clocking paparazzi and hot tempers but that was really out of character for Will Smith and I think it probably speaks to the fact that something deeper was going on inside him
2: Okay, so Yeah, if it were Baldwin and he had a gun you could expect a different result oh,
9: Well, no, that's not funny Somebody was killed, you know Well, and that was supposedly
1: I, I, an accident so in any event Okay, uh, other than that, Mrs. Lincoln How are how the Oscars?
9: Uh, Well, it was hard to pay attention to anything after that slap, but I'm very pleased with the winners. Of course, Coda. You know, Mark, I started raving about Coda back in January of 2021 when it debuted at Sundance. I love that movie, so I was thrilled to see that get the top
1: award. Okay. Did the woman cinematographer win? Everybody's saying that would have been a first for her.
9: It would have been a first, yeah. I mean, it was a a good night because you saw a woman win Best Director, which doesn't rarely happen. Uh, We saw an African-American man win. We saw a Latino woman win Best Supporting Actress. We saw a deaf actor win for the first time. So it was really great in terms of diversity and, uh, you know, people making landmark victories.
2: But is that what the Academy Awards are supposed to be about, diversity?
9: Well, you know, you want movies to look like real life, and certainly I don't think anybody who saw Coda would deny that Troy Kotzer deserved that win. It has nothing to do with him being deaf. It has to do with him giving a great performance, but it is also really satisfying to see somebody who's deaf win an Academy Award. That's only ever happened one other time with Marley yeah, Matlin right, right. for Children of a Lesser God back in 86.
2: And that was well-deserved for sure.
9: Right, and and his is deserved as well. Uh, Ariana DeBose in West Side Story, she was fantastic in that. She absolutely deserved it.
1: Thank you so much, Movie okay. Mike. Nice, we'll chit chat about us on Friday. We really appreciate your check in today. Thank you. Thank you, Movie Mike McGranahan, professional movie critic. His website ilc Sponsored by the Campus Theater, Lewisburg. Oops, it's not Friday. It's Monday. <laughs> it's on the mark. at The WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show. Our sponsor is the Sunbury Motor Company. We got the toll free line ready to go. The email and the text. We got a full hour. This is WKOK Sunbury.
0: Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings.
1: Welcome on board. WKOK's live telephone talk show on the mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Joe McGranahan is here. He's a good conservative, natural born listener to certain observations, but dismissive of others. And he's here today to tell us. I'm going to dismiss what you just said. I figured. <laughs> you don't like that explanation or introduction? No, I don't. All right. So that's that's Joe for you. Uh, but uh, he's here. He's never seen the Oscars, but he hates them. So <laughs> <I> know, <laughs> I, that's
2: weird. I have seen the Oscars. I love the days when Bob Ho hope was the MC of the Oscars. Yeah, okay. Boy, they were funny, they were, you know... And that stopped, what, in the 60s he stopped? I, well, he had, I think he still holds the record for having done the most Oscar okay. broadcast. Well, the jokes
1: were funny for a little bit. I saw some of the opening segments last night. Alright, one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. 795 We have talked a little bit about the slap heard around the world and a little bit about uh, the uh, open attitude of the Oscars to try to nominate and award uh, people of of uh, of every ability but nothing irritates Joe more than progress. So, we can talk about that <laughs> oh, on brother. the Marcus You okay, buddy?
2: Oh, no, I just said, you know, is uh, are we checking boxes we Bob or Hobbit. are we are we awarding Based on the best... We need Bob Hope back, okay. We do. We, we need right. Bob Hope. We can't have three
1: women hosting the Oscars. we got to have Bob Hope. All right, 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone. Well, you could
2: say it took three women to replace Bob Hope.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think so, and they weren't as funny either. You can email us at on onthemarketopletokok.com and text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM. Uh, we've set the scene. Uh, we also talked about uh, President Biden's remark overseas that it's time for a different president in... Uh, the Ukraine. We're not quite sure what no, he no, meant.
2: in Russia. Not the Ukraine.
1: Oh, thank you. And uh, he is... Uh, d- d- it's funny, because it was really a really great speech. The trouble was, Joe Biden was delivering it, so he, he kind of missed certain syllables and things. But it really was well said. I think it, if you read the speech in, on a printed paper, you might get a lot more out of it than maybe you did from him delivering it. Plus, his ad-lib. We're going to hear about that in, throughout our show today. Uh, we do have some very brief brief news headlines. It was announced Shemokin will get $2.67 million in federal funding for the Revitalizing Independence Street Fund. This is part of a fund in downtown Shimokan to improve the road safety measures, streetscapes, architectural lighting benches, and light fixtures are part of that. U.S. Congressman Dan Muser had that announcement. A welcome relief at Evangelical Community Hospital that the COVID surge seems to have subsided to now they're just about back to normal at Angelico Community Hospital.
9: Our visitation restrictions are being lifted. We're able to open up our ORs again and run our surgical services where we're doing all of the orthopedic cases and all of the other elective cases that we had to slow down on when our beds were being taken over by COVID patients.
1: President and CEO Kendra Auker at events says she's hopeful the hospital will get to a point where treating future COVID patients becomes part of normal operations. She also said they are still interested in the Country Cupboard property, even though they're moving some of their facilities to Sealands Grove. Uh, She said that their uh, bid idea on that property still continues. Country Cupboard says that it is all still in flux at this time. WHTM-TV is reporting that leaders in Harrisburg are launching the Lights Out Harrisburg campaign this week. Officials are asking people to turn off their lights from April 1st to May 31st because this is the peak year uh, time of year for spring migration of birds. Up to a billion birds die each year across the country when they collide with buildings because they're attracted to the artificial light during this time. 15 buildings in the city of Harrisburg will go dark and that includes the spotlights on the state Capitol Dome.
2: How many birds?
1: A billion uh, in the U.S. Who's counting them by Way. Uh, Audubon actually, Society. They're the they actually cultures. count the dead birds the bird that bird run counts. into buildings, okay? Yeah. Uh, there is no N-O-00-U.S. policy to get Vladimir Putin removed from office, say officials in the White House now that President Biden has implied otherwise while he was speaking overseas. I'm
6: Tom Fodi A day after he told a crowd in Poland Vladimir Putin cannot remain in power, what does remain is controversy over what President Biden meant by that. This is Russia's war in Ukraine is into a second month and Ukraine's president addressed supporters in Washington by video. It's
0: not only the war against Ukraine. Its meaning is much wider. Russia started the war against
9: freedom as it is this is only the beginning for Russia.
6: Tom Fody, CBS News Washington.
1: And one month into the war in Ukraine, and more than 4 million children have been displaced. According to UNICEF, the organization says that's more than half the country's total child population. UNICEF's data shows that it's one of the fastest displacements of children since World War II. Meantime, the World Health Organization reports that Ukraine has suffered attacks on 52 health care facilities, and the Ukrainian government says more than 500 educational facilities have been damaged or destroyed. And finally. Hypothetical question. Oh, hold on. Okay. Finally. Want a little happiness? Ask, sure. Ask a fifth grader. A fifth grade <laughs> class in Indiana hopes to spread a little cheer with their special phone hotline called When Life Gives You Lemons, Call a Fifth Grader. Their teacher decided it was a good way for the kids to stay positive and to do good things for other people. Call the number, and the kids will offer a joke, a motivational talk, or maybe an inspirational quote, all to make you their goal, of course, make you smile. Uh, I'm not going to give out the number. They say the recordings come in English and Spanish.
2: Yes, Gordon Neal did a story on that this morning. Too. Did he? Yes, he did. I well, thought so. it must be a big deal.
1: It was on debate. But okay, hypothetical
2: first. question for okay. you, Mark Lawrence. U- Ukraine. If I say to you in a speech, on. Worldwide television. For the love of God, this man can't remain in power. <laughs> and then I say I'm not calling for regime change. What am I calling for?
1: I think you're making a, an ad-lib remark that is confusing, but do you, <clears throat> I don't think the U.S. is fighting for regime change there. So he's speaking on a turn. He ad-libbed falsely. He should have stuck with the script. They wrote him a beautiful speech. I mean, it was really <laughs> crazy just how noteworthy the speech was. But, um, of course, he didn't write it and he didn't deliver it well and as you can see at the end
2: it fell apart. <laughs> and then earlier when he said that if the Russians use uh, chemical weapons we will respond in kind. Well that was last And week. when he talked to the 81st Airborne Division and told them when they got to the Ukraine they'd see for themselves some of these atrocities. I think what he meant
1: was that D- I mean, we would respond not forcefully about? if they're using chemical weapons and NATO and Poland whoever else is going to get involved in this or you know whatever our reaction was going to be it would be equal but obviously we're not going to use chemical weapons
2: but shouldn't joe keep his mouth shut <laughs> well, I'm just out of curiosity
1: <laughs> i think there've been several presidents over the
2: decades that would be best well, ronald reagan certainly would have benefited by keeping his mouth shut what they should not <laughs> have said, said. <laughs> right <laughs> the new but the joe new biden feature. shouldn't have said that i mean you if you yeah. made your point earlier i didn't i must admit i didn't quite get that from it but you know it certainly is playing right into the hands of the russian propagandists when they're well, saying spec- the, I don't know that the americans don't like, like us, they, they want to get rid of our leaders, they want to dictate to us how we run our country, plays right into their hands. I mean, and if Biden as the President of the United States isn't intelligent or cognitive enough to realize that, then we're in <laughs> trouble. step down. Well, in, I think, well, not really, because look what would follow him. I think there's, uh,
1: well, you know, you could argue that a full faculty, Kamala Harris, would be better than a declining... She'd just laugh. ...President Biden... So well, you never know who would be vice president. Then maybe she would step down, and then you could have a. Real well, they'd have to in
2: appoint there. somebody,
1: right? Under the 20- who, you know, you and I just speculated in the interest of fun here. Who would be the best president to, if we had to appoint somebody president right now? Who would be the best human in the U.S. to do that job? I mean, there's just a couple of people.
2: See, that's a good question. That is an excellent question. All right, well, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who I'd pick. Well, who
1: would you pick if 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 they were uh, Republican or Democrat? And we had to find the best person to be president right now. Uh, I I wouldn't mind putting Mike Pence in because even though he's ultra conservative and he lets his faith decide a lot of his things, um, I think. Don't you let your faith decide a a lot of things? uh, I I think to the point of. taking other people's rights away, like when State Representative Keller said that, uh, you know, he would support the year of the Bible but would never support the year of any other worship book because he's not, he doesn't worship them. He only supports Christian books being supported by the legislature. I think Mike Pence does that, or certainly did that. And so, uh, you know, but in any event... I think he'd be able to handle it. It's too conservative for me, but I think he's a natural-born leader. Um, oh, geez, who else is talking about um, some of the people running for governor of Pennsylvania? I think they You're could gonna have. are going pick one of them. Their <laughs> eyes on the president. Well, Connor Lamb would be a great president. Oh, um, brother. Uh, John Kasich How about is. Uh, Doctor Oz. John Kasich.
2: <laughs> John Kasich.
1: Oh no, definitely not Doctor Oz. Definitely not not. Doctor. Oz. Definitely. Well, he couldn't be president anyway.
2: You know, I I look back and I think we we lost something, and I I realize more than two Bushes would have been too many. But Jeb Bush would be somebody that I could have supported for president because I believe he is.
1: <laughs> Kevin's mind is stirring. Why two Bushes, two birds? <laughs> okay. uh, bird in the. Hand. I mean, he's. he's We've just, already had two Bushes. He and I, I guess, There's got
3: to be a song there, <laughs> right? He
1: started. We don't at, need a third Bush. He and I started at the same time on that one.
2: Anyway, go unless ahead. it's a burning bush. Two and... <laughs> men named President Bush. Continue. Yeah, I thought Jeb Bush would have been a great president. Oh I yeah, think I support Steady, him all. and he's yep. very—you he, know—he's got a lot of common sense. But unfortunately, there were two Bushes ahead of him, so we didn't need a third Bush. Okay. But, well, I, and standing in, and a really, line of to be honest with you, in terms of experience and knowledge about the world stage. I would think Hillary Clinton would be preferable to what we have right now.
1: Oh, absolutely. I think she was a great Secretary of State, and I think, uh, yeah. Well, she, let's not get carried she, away. She, well, <laughs> you know, aside from a few incidents but uh, you know that we, we continue to harp on, I think she would have been a good president. I don't think that's a bad question to ask on our show. I'll tell
2: there. you, and if we were going to go in the Republican side, I would say Condoleezza Rice. Right, she was very uh, steady. She did a great job at the United Nations. Or um, Haley, um, I'm trying to think of her name. That was the United Haley Nations. Barber. Haley Barber, United okay. Nations
1: ambassador. Funny, you remember her first name. You almost remember people's last names typically. All right, one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. We'd love to hear from you. We have talked about the Oscars. Joe says they're too woke. One observation. Another one. Maybe that slap was real, or maybe it was timed. Uh, one most men punch people. <laughs> with when they're irritated about making fun of their wife, not slap them. So that might be uh, in the they uh, did it on purpose favor. And uh, we're trying to say who might be an ideal president. I don't think that's a bad question to answer on this show. Uh, Republican or Democrat, man or woman, black or white, who might be a, a great president? one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five 795 9565 is our telephone number. You could email
8: us at, at com.
7: And I yelled to the cabbie, "Your home, smell you later." Looked at my kingdom, I was finally there to sit on my throne as the prince of Bel Air
1: will smith in his less violent days all eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five is our telephone number you can email us at on the mark at com. we ask the question who would be a good president uh right here joe all
2: right and Nikki haley u.n ambassador won't run if dt is running Donald Trump is running. Okay, okay, there we go. She should run with Joe Manchin as vice president. All right. That'd and be then good another ticket. one says, Hillary would be as big a disaster as Biden is, but she would be able to refill the Clinton Global Initiative coffers with influence. <laughs> there okay. you go. The pedophilia <laughs> crowd would be happy. And I know people need to go on on diets to lose weight, but it should be voluntary, not forced because of actions of politicians. Not certain what that one relates to, are you? No. And when Biden tells the world, oh, okay, Biden talked about food shortages. When Biden tells the world there will be food shortages because of sanctions against Russia, we should all be concerned. Okay, and that takes. Us and our to friend here. Tom says Biden's remarks were grossly inadequate. Anything short of Putin should be thrown. Uh, Putin being thrown into headfirst into a wood chipper are inadequate. Now there's a thought. Throw Putin <laughs> there headfirst go. into a wood chipper. I guess we're lucky he didn't say that. Better than Trump sending love letters though. <laughs> okay. I don't think Trump ever sent a love letter to Oh, uh, no, he sent love letters to the Korean guy. And uh, then another uh, one remembers that, Stan, we rebuilt Japan. <laughs>
1: right. Oh, you saw
2: that. Okay, yes, good. Yes, I did. Thank you. Uh, yeah, we, we,
1: we rebuild countries after we're done with them.
2: And then uh, one of our other emailers says Haley Barber was a GOP National Party chairman among other positions. Nikki Haley was UN amb- U.S. ambassador to the UN and former governor of South Carolina. Too much producer today? Question mark? Question mark? That's funny. That's funny He's observation.
1: Right. He's not right. You can never have enough cash. No, I was talking about the the Haley's. Oh, was he? Okay. Well, people can, they have time to look it up. Too many Haley's. We're on the fly here.
2: We are, are we? Yep. Upper right-hand corner. Okay. Good morning, gentlemen. I heard some tips on the radio this morning, so I'd like to give it a try. One, permanently turn all the lights off in Harrisburg. Then the birds would win, and so would we. Lots of energy would be saved. Out-of-town country people have no street lights or building lights, and I think they do fine. Well, having grown up in Harrisburg and being familiar with the current crimes down there, I don't think turning all the lights off in the city is the best uh, possible idea. They're not idea. turning off
1: street lights. They're talking uh, about houses. Well, this is a suggestion we building. turn off all the lights. Well, I don't know. Yeah, that might be impressive. <laughs> Two,
2: save on gas. I know this is big. No, no, but how about if we just drill right under our feet, and it will save us lots of problems. Not certain I understand that one. And uh, a spark.
1: He's talking about using thermal energy. That's probably it. A lot of people do use uh, thermal. Um, there's a, a real name for it. I'm not using it. It's something thermal. Thermal
2: energy sounds right. Uh, yeah, but you use the warmth of the earth to heat. That's talking about. Late, uh,
1: Geothermal. There we go. Geothermal. Okay. I thought
2: you were talking about volcanoes for a minute. I'm assuming that's what they mean. (laughs) And as for the awards, I heard something that didn't offend me, but I questioned it. The movie called The Eyes of Tammy Faye. Wouldn't that be a cut against a white person and the slap? I'm glad I was between two black actors. (laughs) Yeah. A a white man slapping a black actor. I don't know whether you saw The Eyes of Tammy Faye, but she did an outstanding job. Do you remember Tammy Faye uh, She
1: being Jessica Chastain. Yes. Okay.
2: She deserved that.
1: I did not yet see it. I. I, I did. It, not...
2: She did an outstanding job. Well, you've seen all the movies. No, I you? haven't. Okay. So I really I can't even talk about Coda because I haven't seen it. Okay.
1: All eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five 795 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. we got two more emails to do, uh, which uh, we will do as the show progresses. So EB, stand by. We're not forgetting about you. Uh, but Dan has called in and calls go first. Good morning, Dan. Hey. You're on the mark.
10: Good morning, guys. You guys overlooked the best president in my lifetime. How could you do that?
1: Ronald Reagan? He can't be president again.
10: He was the second best probably in my lifetime, although Truman was in in my lifetime, but I don't remember him much <laughs> just through history.
1: You're an infant. But
10: D.T., Donald Trump, if, if we wouldn't be in the mess we're in right now if Trump was president. It's very obvious our president's not respected in the world. Trump was respected by all the other leaders of the world. We had no war <laughs> since when? Absolutely no war during Trump's administration. We were getting gasoline out here for right around two dollars a gallon. The economy was going beautiful. Everything was going well.
1: Well, but and I, I don't do remember know why you
10: guys can overlook. <laughs> I don't understand that. Why you overlook the best? I think president because he's currently my life. Time.
1: I think we didn't mention him because he's currently a contender for president. He's probably going to be our next president. That's my view, anyway. So uh, that's why we didn't mention him because he's likely to actually be president. We're trying to pick people who are kind of out of the. Uh, cycle of running and so on. Well,
2: and if you're familiar, former President Trump on Saturday repeated his praise of several authoritarian leaders calling Russian President Vladimir Putin, Chinese President Xi uh, Xi Jinping, and North Korean leader Kim Jong-un as smart. During a rally in commerce, Georgia, Trump referred to those authoritarian leaders as strong, saying the smartest one gets to the top. Well, Dan has already said smart doesn't mean wise. It wasn't referring to Trump.
1: He's talking about Putin. That's
10: called diplomacy. Trump, the, the bad part is, if you don't want to understand Trump, you never understand him. He, the, I never saw such good diplomacy. You don't run down your fellow opponents. You don't gain nothing.
2: You don't? Donald Trump Not did that thing. and repeatedly. That was Donald Trump's hallmark.
10: No, <laughs> you, but... You know, King, I call him Little Rocket Man. He actually talked a couple times with Little Rocket Man, and that helped us. Now Little Rocket Man just sent a rocket (laughs) within (laughs) 100 (laughs) miles of Japan last week. What good's that? When Trump was in, he stopped all that through diplomacy. Yeah, he prayed... He said the good things he could, but he also was not on their side whatsoever. He was for us. Yeah, it's all right to say they're smart. I'm sure they are in a way. But like Mark said, that doesn't mean you're doing a good thing because you're smart.
2: Then wouldn't you qualify that by saying, listen, while these guys may be smart, they are dangerous to the world, and they should be controlled. What he should have said right. by it's Joe obvious. McGranahan. That's
10: obvious to Trump and to all of them No, us.
2: it's not obvious it's to
10: obvious. Trump. It's obvious. You don't need to even say it. And that's what the genius of Trump was.
5: Oh, that he brother. could
10: control these guys without... And, and uh, the populace, the... the well, they don't want to get it. The woke media, they don't want to get it. They're for the destruction of us. And people that followed the woke media just were followers. They didn't realize that Trump was pure genius the way he was leading us with foreign leaders. And like I said, we were, we were having any wars. We were, got our country was getting better and as far as jet bush oh yuck <laughs> <laughs> like we need another we need another bush in there like we need another obama or another Clinton.
5: oh i'll take either just one say, of them
10: yuck <laughs> All
5: I, right. I
10: was afraid joe be me and the, my one friend at wood mode we thought uh, my Jed Bush is gonna be at six, seven years ago. I, the same old, same old, same old, same old garbage. And by golly, along came Trump. Right. And we were beside ourselves once oh, we heard it. his agenda. All right. And what he and what he said he would do,
1: we got you, Dan. For our
10: country, he did.
1: All right, thank you, sir. Thanks for weighing in. Who should be president? And, uh, we'll the put him the down.
10: President in your lifetime and mine, if you could only recognize it.
1: All
2: right, we got you. Thank you so All much, right, Dan. You
10: guys, yep.
4: take care.
2: Hey, you too. Appreciate the I call. recognize Ronald Reagan is well, filling okay, that. Thank bill. you, <laughs>
1: uh, Mike. You're on the mark. Thank you. Go right ahead.
4: Well, you know, following Dan's a a pleasure, I, you know, basically what I heard Dan say was America first. And I think that that's where we're in trouble right now. I think the biggest threat that we have right now is the economy here in the United States, in the inflation, and the people in control of Washington right now, they're going to do everything they can to make it worse, and maybe not on purpose. But the actions that they are taking and proposing are definitely going to make it worse. I mean, in California, they're talking about mailing out checks to people that have a car registered to them. So basically what they're going to do is they're going to say, hey, there's more money for gas. So we increase the demand on gas. And uh, uh, Washington down there, the Democrats are talking about the uh, you know the build back better or whatever they're calling it these days getting that passed we already have the infrastructure bill waiting to flood the economy with paper money and there's so much of the stimulus money that they from the other bills have been passed it hasn't been spent yet uh i think we have a recipe for disaster and we're taking our eye off the ball and number one uh issue is the economy and if we do not have a viable economy we're not going to be a player in world affairs
2: no argument there. You got that right on the mark.
4: Right, and uh, you know, I mean, obviously, what's happening in Ukraine is is serious, and I mean, it's horrible. And the idea that it's happening is really beyond. I mean, a lot of people's comprehension. It's not beyond my comprehension. I, you know, thought stuff like this could happen all the time. But the, the truth of the matter is, if we do not take care of our own house, we're not going to be helping anybody else's houses. And I think that's where the downfall is right now, and uh, the economy should be number one, and that's what it was when Trump was in office, and I, I do believe that because of that, I think you know uh, some of the things that Dan said about him uh, deserve merit.
2: Okay. Well, I'm not going to argue that with you, but Dan's devotion to <laughs> Donald Trump seems well, a little bit uh, more like he's worshipping a, a false idol than... <laughs> <laughs> that's his prerogative,
5: yeah that's one of true. our good
1: listeners says too bad Pat Paulson is gone. He'd be a good
2: president. you don't remember that going back a few years
1: I too. just <laughs> remember I remember people talking about it. I wouldn't i would he was a comedian too today right. we'd just slap him and he would try different things
2: right He would try to be yeah.
1: different things
2: well that was and on think... what what show was that on Kevin you should remember that pat Laugh Paulson
4: laughing laughing that's me? what I thought okay.
2: Yeah. Now now
4: if I could just come to the defense of of Dan for a second, and and it's not really direct defense of of Dan, but here over I guess it was over the weekend, I didn't really hear about it till yesterday, we had the President of the United States essentially calling for regime change change in Russia. Right. Okay. And and to me that was a tremendous, tremendous story, and it has gotten some attention, but the people that are devotees to and worship Biden, they don't have a problem with that. They think that's okay, you know? And again, he is the president, but, well, you know what? I said he is the president, but if he is the president, how come he makes a statement like that and then almost immediately, these people have to tell him that what he said was wrong. You
2: know, you're right. And if if Donald Trump, and I will give Dan this, if Donald Trump made that kind of an ad lib that caused that kind of a stir on the international stage, the people on the left would just be frothing at the mouth. Oh, the man's insane! He's out of control! He's unhinged! But it has been heavily
1: covered. It's been much talked about on the networks. It was the top element of all three of the Sunday morning shows yesterday. So, I, I it didn't get enough publicity as as maybe. Uh, president trump might have got because he was so common at saying you know internationally uh, terrible things but it still got brought up and talked about i didn't hear the whole speech from president biden but that's all we heard about yesterday in the hourly news and in the morning shows and in this morning's news is how we're you know we're still walking this back what does it
2: tell you that the gaffe he made is the biggest news
1: I, i think part of it first of all the mainstream media supports President Biden, so maybe they 're not covering it as much All as they okay. would president trump that 's what it means, but it also means conservatives and, and liberals too whoever you are your liber- your bent you know the, your ideology affects the way you hear things. I hear about the, the right amount of coverage of president Biden 's mistakes, which is the most coverage is certainly they 're not talking anything about the content of the speech or how eloquent it was or anything or you know how weak his delivery was they 're talking about the, the Gaff at the end, and they're even calling it a gaff. So, but, so I think it's about right. But as our good caller Mike well, says, it's not enough, or it's or it's not you know it's not one of the pundits said over less. the
2: weekend. Clean up on aisle six. <laughs> yep, right, from, then, from then the president.
4: My, what you said, I agree basically with ninety nine percent of what you said. But the difference between the, the two of us is, and, and what Joe basically said is, if Donald Trump had done this and said this. It would still be on the top and the bottom of every news channel on the radio, and that would be the lead story, and they would be starting to question this guy's (laughs) liability as president of the United States. And if you can't agree with me on that... Then I know, we have where they say that irreconcilable. Well, no, we here. are
1: in a hundred percent agreement. Then that's what I tried to say. Maybe not articulately enough, but yes, President Trump, if he'd have said that, especially in an ad lib, you know, off the written speech that was prepared for him, then that would have made it worse. You know, they would have they would have said, "Oh, here he is going off script again." You know? And as
2: I said this morning earlier, when I was watching Morning Joe this morning, they had to go back and dig up Ronald Reagan uh, <laughs> joking about uh, bombing Russia, or you know, <laughs> in, when he was off-mic, he was doing a warm-up for his weekly radio show. It wasn't something that was actually on the air. Somebody recorded it and released it.
4: Right. So basically, in conclusion, essentially what we have here is a media that is not conducive to democracy and good conversation in our country. And essentially, I believe we have the media we deserve.
2: Well, and
1: well so- same as our elected leaders. You know, we have terrible electric leader, elected leaders on both sides of the aisle in Harrisburg and Washington, but whose dumb fault is that?
2: And our producer got it right. Pat Paulson was on the Smother Brothers comedy hour.
4: Ah, uh, Mike made a mistake. I'm going to leave on that. Yeah, like, Ruth <laughs> Buzzy sent, it. Ruth hey, Buzzy sent a us a day. note.
2: You
1: too. Take care. All right. 1 800 795 9565. Remember Ruth Buzzy from Laughing? She sent us a note. It says <laughs> he wasn't okay. on our show. <laughs> All right. 1 800 795 9565 is our telephone number. Uh, you can email us at onthemarketwkok.com or text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM. Well, we mentioned earlier today who should be president. We're talking about. About president Biden's gaffe. If we had to have somebody who would be the best president in the world, who might it be? And uh, we've named a couple of possibilities. Maybe you have another idea. We talked about the Oscars being too woke and the slap heard around the world when <laughs> Will Smith hit Chris Rock last night and later apologized to everybody but
2: Chris Rock. So you know, I like this one. One of our emailers says, I like to pull this on my friends. Harry S. Truman, what is his middle name? It's amazing how many names come up. Nobody seems Seems to know. He doesn't have a middle name. His middle name is S, and that's true. His parents gave him an initial, not a middle name. Oh. But the reason for that is both of his grandfathers' first names started with S. Oh, okay. So I instead remember, of honoring one of them, they just gave him the middle initial S.
3: Joe, I remember the movie, and I always wondered if it was historically accurate. The and, the, the movie that uh, about Harry Truman when he takes the oath of office. They say Harry Ship Truman and then he goes, I Harry S. Truman. Is that actually historically accurate?
2: Well I don't know, but Ship was one of the names of, you know, associated with his family, so but that's not his middle name. It the writer is correct. His middle name is S. Okay. He just not familiar with the clip. All right, to I have, continue. You know, I've never seen Harry Truman sworn in, so I don't know. But that should be on record or tape somewhere.
1: All right, one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. Who
2: swearing in was the first to be on TV? Probably Truman's, I would think. Okay. Well, maybe no. It couldn't have been Truman.
3: I've... Truman was like last second. His was uh, his was after the. Uh, no, he death, did win. DR. He
2: did win a term. It would have been nineteen forty. Oh, okay. You're talking about
3: the second one. 48, 48, mm-hmm.
2: 1948. Mm-hmm. A lot of folks had TVs by Not then. Not many, but okay, some. All right, one. And that hundred. could have been. I mean, we had we had. Um, actually, maybe it was earlier than that.
1: Okay, Google, whose president whose <laughs> presidential inauguration was first to be televised? <laughs> I don't think it heard you.
8: According to the White House. The year 1925 found Americans gathered around their radios to hear Calvin Coolidge take the oath of office. Oh, but not in televised. In 1949, Harry Truman became the first president right. to whose swearing in was televised. There you go.
3: That so was it was right. the second term.
2: Right. Well, his right. second, he, he didn't have, he only had one term that he was elected to. He filled out FDR's unexpired term, which was almost right. four years.
3: Yeah, and that's the one I'm referring to from the the movie Truman with Gary Sinise. That's the one where in the movie they say, I, Harry Ship Truman, and he says, I, Harry S. Truman.
2: All right, one 1-800-795-9565. Well, let's see how far down in the weeds we can get with Harry Truman. I think we've this is the limit,
1: rock bottom. We're in. We're barefoot in the pig pen here. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. Is that stuff coming between your toes? <laughs> Mud. One 9565 We will be right back. Joe or Kevin wants to kill the birds, too. <laughs> All right. Uh, 1-800-795-9565. EBC irritated at you, Joe.
2: All right. E.B. says, well, what do you know? Yet another conservative scandal. Jenny Thomas, the wife of the Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas, the guy who sexually harassed Anita Hill. I love how he he omits the word allegedly. Well, he did. Okay. Was texting with Chief Justice or with Chief of Staff Mark Meadows on and after January 6th, begging him to take more measures to overturn the election. Of course, the election was fair and Donald Trump lost by seven million votes. As a member of the Supreme Court, Justice Thomas has heard and will continue... Continue to hear cases pertaining to the insurrection and voting law. Will he do the right thing and recuse himself from those cases? Of course not. He's a Republican. Republicans never do the right thing. Corruption and dishonesty will continue to rule the day for conservatives. The only thing on Thomas's side is that there will probably be a new conservative scandal today or tomorrow. The hits never stop coming. Maybe Marjorie Taylor Greene will speak at another white nationalist conference. Or perhaps Matt Gaetz will, tra- will sex trafficking more teenagers or maybe Madison Cawthorn will finally pledge his full allegiance to Russia you know jenny thomas has every right to say whatever she wants to say that doesn't mean i mean that's like saying hillary clinton if she said something and she did from time to time uh, that didn't agree with her husband's uh, policies yeah but her husband was never required to be objective a justice is supposed to be above the flay So in other words if your discord. wife if your wife said something to you and you were a judge you'd have to go along with what she said you could not possibly be independent and think for yourself have your own opinions you'd have to do what your wife wanted you to do. Hasn't he already... Diss- has, does the word henpeck come to mind? Hasn't
1: he already dissented on some of the things that relate to January 6th and the subpoenas and other things where all the other justices And agree? give me the
2: empirical proof that shows he did that because his wife sent letters to Mark Meadows.
1: Oh, it's just the appearance. I, I don't think anybody says he necessarily has a conflict of interest. It's the appearance of a conflict that has always been, for for journalists anyway, it's the appearance of a conflict What does that the appearance? reduces right. your credibility. And the same for a, a US Supreme Court justice, but you know you don't know what uh, what's going to happen. He may stand down on some of these because of this conversation. He might not have been inclined to earlier words. I I love it. Or the Chief Justice may encourage him to stand down. Reinforces
2: what I've said all along that a black conservative is treated entirely different than a black liberal.
1: That's true. Everything's black and white to
2: you. No, am I not right on that?
1: No, he's he's being treated equally. He's a good conservative, and he's treated the same way as any other conservative justice. Let me ask you this. has, has a chief justice ever encouraged a uh, associate justice to stand down on an issue because of a conflict if the associate justice didn't so, do so on their own?
2: Not that I'm aware of. I would think the associate justice. I mean, given the oh, level, given the, to level to, given the level to which they rise, I would think that a Supreme Court justice, if he or she felt that there was a conflict of interest and they couldn't decide the case fairly, they would do it themselves. I have enough respect for the judiciary to believe that that's exactly what would happen. I don't think anybody would just willy-nilly come out and say, all right, well, I'm going to just vote no matter what because I want my opinion to prevail. Well,
1: this is obvious, clear, and... Uh, you know, plainly apparent to everybody else except you, conflict of interest. So uh, he should.
2: So, be, in other words, he should recuse himself because you've decided that, re- that he can't be. A objective. Things that
1: relate to uh, January sixth and the Pillow Man, and you know, this was all part of President Trump's uh, one of his conspiracies was to make sure that all of these things got to the Supreme Court, where he quote had his justice. how many times
2: has he lost at the Supreme Court?
1: Quite a few so far. Oh, no, I don't know. Well, yeah, because the rest of the, the level-headed justices prevailed, the ones without the conflict. Thomas didn't vote in favor of him every time. He dissented on most of the things. <laughs> let's see. Uh, we have uh, texts, so let's get those in while we screen right. a call.
2: Mark, please elaborate on Trump's terrible international statements.
1: Well, the thing that he mostly would do is get laughed at when he got overseas. I mean, they would literally go to the other—other you know, other leaders would be on the <laughs> other side of the room pointing and laughing. Oh, yeah, at they, they really got him. I'm not going to look up the terrible it. things that he said. We know, we know enough about about
2: that. All right. The Abraham Accords were a Trump initiative for the Arabs and Israel to isolate Iran. Biden is doing the opposite. Okay. And then the one also refers to the Abraham Accords appear to be working. Israel and Arab countries are having talks. How long do you think uh, till Biden tries to take credit for that? No war under Trump? Dan, we were in a war his whole term. Biden brought our troops home. Thanks. And uh, watch the movie Fargo if you want to see the results of Putin in a wood chipper. Okay. That's true. Yeah, it's not pretty. <laughs>
1: All right. Chris, who hates me because I don't stand up for liberals or Democrats adequately or truthfully, is on the line. Good morning, sir.
6: You know, well, I congratulate you for not following the news well enough to do it well.
1: Okay, thank you. Because
6: that's always, a, ignoring news is probably always a good thing. <laughs> okay. I haven't been able to do it myself, but... Boy. That I'm is, addicted.
1: That is the faintest <laughs> faintest praise I've ever received. But anyway, thank you.
6: Yeah, well, uh, Thomas was the lone dissenter in uh, releasing emails to the Congressional Committee. Right. So there
1: it was. Oh, so
6: uh, that's somewhat a bit suspicious right there that his wife had emails that might have even come from those releases, but maybe from other ones, too. And... Uh, so that's uh, that's kind of an indication that maybe if the eight other justices couldn't see any reason to withhold them, <laughs> and he did, and he might have known his wife was emailing
5: right, something <laughs>
6: that would cause problems for him, I, I guess that's enough, do you think... Uh, yeah, maybe he should recuse himself, at least in the future now, about that.
1: Right, it's an apparent conflict. Don't you conflict. think? Yes, it's an apparent conflict of interest. <laughs> Joe's not listening to you, but...
2: I'm listening to every word Chris is saying. Would, I always do.
1: Do you think he's right?
2: Is, is that proof of a conflict? Or no, no, I don't think that's proof of a conflict at all. I don't care how many people say something to you. I talk to Chris all the time and tell him he's wrong. He tells me I'm wrong. I haven't changed his opinion. He hasn't gone out and said, You know, Joe told me I ought to do this, so therefore I'm going to change my mind, and What's I'm going to do what I think with what
6: the issue is here.
2: It has everything to do with it. I think you can live with somebody. My wife's opinions aren't mine. Mine aren't hers. We don't always agree. She could come in to me and say I want you to go on the mark tomorrow and tell somebody okay, this then, or that. The fact
6: that uh, he was the lone dissenter so, on an issue about emails going to the committee.
2: So he believed that. I I believe he and believed so
6: that. Yeah, and he believed that, and he was ruling, the ruling actually might have been, uh, had some of his wife's emails involved. It did. And we now know that. It and did. he knows it now if he didn't know it then, right? So that kind of changes the situation a little.
2: All right, but I'm talking about, you're talking about his dissent. I believe his dissent could be based on what he believed.
6: Oh, yeah, because he believes all sorts of odd stuff because he's very politically motivated. Okay, well. And he has grudges against all liberals.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. and no no liberals have grudges against him, of course.
6: Well, uh, sure, but they don't get the rule. (laughs) Do they?
2: Well, I don't know what you mean by that. They They don't get get to rule on those issues.
6: They don't get to make rulings against uh, Judge Judge Thomas.
2: There are liberals on the Supreme Court. Aren't there liberals on the Supreme Court?
6: Yes, but they're not the ones that would have grudges against them.
2: How do you know? They're not the majority either. (laughs) Look, all I'm saying is it's a very simple thing. All
6: you're saying is you don't want to say that an obvious conflict is an obvious conflict. No,
2: I don't think it's an obvious conflict. <laughs> Unless you
6: want it, you want it to the be. The conflict won. is obvious. Whether he's not legally bound to do it because there are no rules for ethics for uh, except self-imposed for the. J- Justices of the Supreme right. Court. The
1: conflict is always is very. If apparent. he
6: were, if he issue were I guarantee you,
2: Chris, if he were a liberal, you would be calling up defending him.
6: And do you think if uh, if it was uh, if it was uh, a liberal, if it was Hillary Clinton's emails being uh, sought by a congressional committee, he would have ruled the same way?
2: I won't speculate on yeah, that. I don't you know you won't
6: speak because you know better. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know.
2: That's, that's called gotcha, Joe. Just back No, there. no, really. I'm, I'm, I'm not. I don't think that. I, I honestly believe that Supreme Court justices, both the liberals and the Democrats, try to fairly decide issues. We may not agree with their decisions. Liberals and conservatives. Yeah, that's how
6: Bush got to be president. Huh? That's yeah, a, yeah, that's, another, yeah, that's, that's how Bush topic. got to be president, right? right? Oh, no, that had nothing to do with it.
1: How Bush got to be president. You've lost me. Over are, Gore, based on the Supreme
2: Court decision. Five-four. Oh, okay. okay. Oh, you're Great right. party-line
6: okay. vote. Just a coincidence.
2: So you, you believe that always the liberals are right and the conservatives are wrong. I get that. And that's your right. You, you're welcome to believe that. <laughs> oh, he's just I, talking about party I said, influence. Uh,
6: the justices were voting according to their uh, to their political interests.
2: Yeah, their and do they do that in Harrisburg? The Supreme Court in Pennsylvania always overturns Commonwealth Court. Commonwealth Courts Republican dominated. Supreme Court's Democrat. dominated Which means we
1: have a problem with Commonwealth Court in, the, in reality.
2: All right,
6: Chris. <laughs> yeah, what else? That, you That's got? why you're trying to find oh. ways to get uh, ch- change how they're elected in order to uh, get conservatives on, more conservatives on the court.
0: Chris,
1: we got to take Instead a quick of break. To so to get can, can,
6: more votes. Statewide.
1: Thirty more seconds, Chris. What else is on your mind? But very brief.
6: Well, I'd like to say that I was kind of sorry to see Musser go. I think he was—he was one of the three relatively polite and uh, politically curious to the other side, and voted uh, objectively a lot more than some of the Republicans did. Right, he and he was at coming at issues, and, at, and I'm sorry that he was we the Republican retiring. All
2: right. We were a little lost there because you called him Musser. It's Mosser. All right. Thank Mosser. you, Chris. Yes, Mosser. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. See, when you Europe give a Republican credit, because, you can't even way. get his name right. All right. No. All right. Thank <laughs>
1: you so much, Chris. Thank you. Always glad to hear facts added to the show, even though Joe hates the hear no,
2: them. No, I was, I was hoping Chris would have a moment to shoot back at me there. Yeah, I, Kurt,
1: <laughs> Kurt Mosser is a great legislator, he and he's becoming a better one this time guy. came on. So it's uh, sorry to see him go, but we hope somebody uh, good and, uh, and uh, good leader will see. Step up. Hopefully, whoever she is will be a great leader.
8: There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows what he's doing. They can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could shop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai. North 4th Street Sunbury and Sunbury Motors Kia. Routes 11 and 15. 15 in Hummel's Wharf. That's the night
4: that the lights went out in Georgia. That's the night that they hung innocent man. All
1: right, that's why the lights went out in Georgia. They didn't want the birds to be confused. Uh, you're not going to have time for much, but you're going to read something Okay,
2: there. Uh, let's see. I hear a lot of conversation. Oh, well, I <laughs> don't even have time for that. Well, Nothing here is that short. In my opinion, when the president said the Great Reset, it wasn't a surprise to anyone, more like a natural statement. Please remember it's coming. World leaders are ready to respect America with digital money and new gas travel mandates. Wake up!
1: Reset America, not respect America. Reset. I'm sorry, reset. Get with it. It Come says on reset. If you're going to follow a conspiracy. The word there
2: says reset. I read them as they are.
1: This is News Radio 1070 O. K. Sunbury.